Jacob's already making me laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Sponsored I'm by fucking Gore. up already. Sponsored by GoresNexus.com. <laughs> Don't forget about Fairly Decent Golf and our dear friend Bobby. Check out the videos on Instagram and TikTok. And of course, Big Cartel Store. Check out the new merch. Always coming up with new designs. Love you, Bobby. Love Fairly Decent Golf. And love the GoresNexus.com. Yeah, Angel was... Um, I was trying to jump the gun and do things first because Jay, <laughs> Jay was like, we're going to start with something else first. And I'm like, I'm going to do it right now because you said number one, A is for champion. A is for champion number one. What else? What else do you do? You don't do anything else. That's what you do. <laughs> you, you made the, your, your heart was in the right place, neighbor. It truly was. But... um. I like to blame your heart was in the right place, but you were a little retarded from a lady too. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. I have, and I have to agree to blame uh, Elliot for this one. He sent me this, which everybody's going to have to enjoy now, and then got me on a kick of checking my local health department and how many violations my <laughs> restaurants have. In which case, I have now determined that they are all trying to kill me on a regular basis, except for Taco Bell. And Colonel Sanders Kentucky Fried Chicken, no issues. But the other places, boy, oh boy, let me tell you something. It gets rough. Go ahead and play this for everybody. And this is this is kind of local news here because this caller is from Ohio. I am a health inspector. I go to restaurants and tell them to throw away their gross food. What percentage of <sighs> restaurants am I actually eating diarrhea? In my city, I would say like 60% of the time. Are you serious? 60%? I live in Ohio. You don't want to come to my city, especially diners and stuff. None of their coolers are working, so they're just serving you warm cottage cheese and stuff. But a place that does good around here is Taco Bell. Really? All the Taco Bells I inspect are really clean. So you're saying to me right now that Taco Bell is the healthiest place to eat in Ohio? Probably. Check your local health department's website to make sure you're not eating poop. I'm going to counter that and say that ignorance is bliss. <laughs> make sure you're not eating poop. Uh, it's um, it's very concerning, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you right now. So, again, I'd like to thank Elliot for putting that into my mind and then sending me down a rabbit hole to find out just who's trying to murder me. Yeah. In which case I have discovered. Okay, so to give you an idea of the violations let's go through a few of them shall we this is from my favorite mexicano restaurant my culturally appropriated fake mexican food i lived in mm -hmm. mexico for a year i know what mexican food is this is kind of mexican food but it's not really mexican food it's more along the lines of most mexican restaurants around here are tex-mex tex-mex that's exactly right it's exactly right and it's Critical. what the people want they get, hey listen man the market wins including diarrhea Critical. No person in charge present in food facility during inspection. Well, that's a problem. Package and unpackage food preventing contamination by separation, packaging, and segregation. Food not properly protected from contamination by separation, packaging, and segregation. Two large wadge, wadge packages, two wadge packages. Two wadge packages. A pork chorizo wine directly inside a box of mushrooms. <laughs> I'm wow. not kidding. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Equi equipment. Food contacted surfaces or utensils are unclean. Ice maker guard is black with mold. <sighs> Improper reheating of food or hot holding. Hot holding sounds like a sexual maneuver, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> right? Like hot holding. Baby, you and me are going to do some hot holding tonight. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to treat your sniz like a hot pocket, baby. <laughs> I'm going to take a bite and blow into it to cool it off. <laughs> it did. See what I mean? It doesn't take much. <laughs> Improper reheating of food or hot holding queso, holding 49 degrees Fahrenheit in hot holding until that was being used for service. I explained to employee that queso must reach 165 degrees Fahrenheit. Improper cooling of TCS food, broth, soup, and walk-in cooler, large tub holding 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Discuss with employee, this must be discarded. TCS foods not being cold, 
held at a proper temperature. Salsa holding at 74 degrees in reaching cooler and bottled salsa in front area 46 degrees. Spoke with owner on phone. These coolers were not maintaining temperature. Asked employee to relocate salsa to walk-in cooler was reportedly prepared today. Waitress cooler with large buckets of salsa at 60 degrees Fahrenheit and front with bottled salsa at 46 degrees. Refrigerated ready-to-eat TCS foods not properly dated and marked. Date marking was not consistent throughout. Food lacking date marking, including but not limited to cooked chicken, guacamole, soup, tamales, and poblanos. Explain to employee that these foods need to be date marked. Improper storage of poisonous or toxic materials. Several bottles, different types of chemicals stored within the margarita machine. Not good for those of you that like to tie one on. Look out. What chemicals? Doesn't list. Working containers of poisonous or toxic material not properly labeled. Two sprayers with chemicals not labeled. Asked employee to label bottles. Insufficient air gap between the flood rim and water supply inlet. Drain for ice maker and or ice bin or submerged down inside the floor drain. <laughs> um, observed employees eating, drinking, or using tobacco in non-designated areas. There was no person in charge or present in the food facility during the inspection. Observed improper method for cooling. Observed improper reheating of food for hot, hot holding. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> observe toxic chemical materials improperly identified, <laughs> stored, and used. Neighbors, I am not eating there ever again. It is gone. The ship has sailed. And while my gecko friend at the beginning of this podcast said that he ignorance is bliss, diarrhea is not bliss. So <laughs> neither I'm, is dysentery. <laughs> neither is dysentery, food poisoning, and Jesus all that. Jesus Christ. Other. It's bad. And these are repeat offenses, by the way. So as they say in Espanol, lo siento mucho, pero no puedo uh, comer en tu restaurante. What I just said was, I'm very sorry, but I can no longer eat in your restaurant. Um, exactly how no, they No es frío. Not literally. Cool. Literally no es frío. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No bueno. Uh, el, el diarrea es horrible. The diarrhea is horrible. Um, <laughs> so Elliot got me on this thing. So I started checking all of the local restaurants that I, I frequent, you know, and I found now hear this. Angel has a running hatred of Burger King like the fire of a thousand suns. And I'm not putting every time that Whopper, 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 Whopper commercial comes on, she gets, I, I, I could hear her get irate. She gets pissed. She's like, I fucking hate Burger King. And I'm like, all right, fine. Burger King, Colonel Sanders, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and McDonald's, no violations. <laughs> no violations. To, to salsa, no esta buena. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and Taco Bell. No problems. No Isn't problems. that something? Right. And I made the point several times, as much as we might hate these corporate structures, when they have proper policy implemented and the employees are trained, that fucker's a well-oiled machine. It's a well-oiled machine. You hate to admit it, but there it is. Angel, what do you think about that? Are you going to head to a restaurant <laughs> with that kind of list of... uh Violations. It's like the meat I mean, at Taco Bell is grade F, but at least it's clean. Yeah. There I mean, go. I don't know. I don't want to eat there if it has those violations, but how do you know? I mean, you just go on these the website and check it out, and then you're like, I don't have anywhere to eat now. That's what <laughs> you just come to the conclusion is like you know, because like I know that Mexican restaurant in which you're referring to because I've ordered food there like several times. I've never gotten sick from eating there. Um, but I don't know if other people have like, but the past few times that I've eaten there, I haven't gotten sick. Like, I don't I don't know. Okay, but I get the cheese quesadilla. Kind of hard to fuck that up, but I can make that at home. Like I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm like, I could just make a lot of this shit at home. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look at the Chipotle review. 
Um, but it's a corporate chain. My, my guess is it's going to fall into the same line as the other fast food places. I didn't look at Starbucks. I didn't, I didn't look at that. I looked at the place that I go to often enough, which is the Mexican place. Yeah. And it's a problem. So I'm not, um, I am not going to be returning, um, for some time. That makes me sad because like, yeah, sometimes it's nice to have something, you know, like that and now you can't have it. Now, well, you can have it, but it comes with risk. Um, you have yeah. to determine what kind of risk you're willing to accept. I guess, you know, we just go to Taco Bell at this point. What Diarrhea is, at else? work is not what I want. Or <laughs> Necesitas un restaurante nuevo mexicano. <laughs> you need a new Mexican <laughs> restaurant. See. <laughs> See. Si. Si. Correcto. Correcto. I'm 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 using Google Translate in case you're curious. We bien. Um, and then pronouncing it as poorly and oh, hickish yeah. as possible. Absolutely, you have to pronounce it the way your high school. Spanish yeah. Uh, uh, necesitas un uh, <laughs> restaurante uh, nuevo uh, mexicano. <laughs> <laughs> you get a B plus. Um, <laughs> oh fuck you, man! It should be an A. Um, so there's that. Elliot, thanks a lot. I mean, you are doing, you did me a favor, honestly, because what if I go there and I want a fucking iced tea? You know what I mean? And they have mold in the ice maker. Black mold. I don't need that in my life. So no, thank you. No, that's disgusting. It is disgusting. Tostatos son fabulosas. Your tits are fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Never grow up. Never grow up. Um, uh, no, you ha- it had to be done. It had to be done. It, these are the old rules. <laughs> Two potatoes, some fabulosas. <laughs> now I can go to a Mexican dance club and pick up women. <laughs> <laughs> Buenos nachos. Uh, Donde está... El baño, tus tetas, son <laughs> fabuloso. Gracias. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> Speak, so listen to this. Here's a story for you. I didn't even, I forgot to tell this story. You guys are going to love this. Speaking of, of the Spanish language. Now, Angel, stick with me. I know that sometimes you get a little bit bored with what I talk about, but this is a good one. You're going to appreciate I'm this. I'm listening. I have a coworker who has a gardener. Oh, no, the gardener's white and Protestant and Christian. And he is part of a missionary group. So this kid cuts his yard all the time and does his leaves and all this other stuff. And he went down with his church to Nicaragua, okay, which is at uh, pretty much the southern tip of North America, in the region, Central America, okay? Went down there for the Lord and fell in love. Returned back to the United States of America, kept working. Saved his money. Returned to the then she. By the way, this this woman that he fell in love with, which to me I translated as he went there for missionary work and ended up doing missionary sex, which is fine. I mean, two consenting adults. I'm not going to complain here. Whatever. Goes down to the jungle. (laughs) I bet he was using Google Translate. (laughs) Right. Tell you, it worked. So he saved up his money. My buddy's gardener, this 19-year-old kid, saved up his money, flew back to Nicaragua, went into the rainforest, and got his got married by the tribal chief. The tribal chief married them in the jungle, and he flew her back to northern Ohio. The man now, the 19-year-old man, now has his bride cutting grass and using the leaf blower right next to him in fact leaving her at houses to do the work herself apparently it was like 70 degrees and she was wearing long underwear because it's too fucking cold for her and this is october so she has no fucking idea what hell awaits her in the next few oh man (laughs) that poor girl she did get a two-year green card though so my thinking is that this marriage might have been blessed by the tribal chief, but the Lord does not want to be involved 
this may not work out for our 19 year old friend with this new employee <laughs> <laughs> and but we wish them well do we not what other tra- i know you found another translation please read it yeah i know you did <laughs> Into Konyo S. Hugoso. Your ass is juicy. Hugoso. 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 Oh, man. God, I love Spanish. <laughs> Dude, it's a good thing we didn't have those in high school. Like I was suspended. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I I I actually did what I would do is I would go back through and look in the Spanish dictionary and poorly string together words and make stupid sentences because I hated getting called on to go up to the blackboard to like write shit. Right. So I'm going to make so, you pay so, for it. So every time the Spanish teacher called on me, I would just say dumb shit until she <laughs> gave up and was just like, I'm not calling on you anymore. <laughs> You've embarrassed me for the last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. So. <laughs> Moving on. Go so. Oh man, please use that in a sentence today. Um, <laughs> the so the speak- word of the day is Hugoso. Hugoso. <laughs> yeah, yeah a little, little bit of chutzpah in it, you know. Yeah. Well, Even fine. Mexicans can be Jews. Yes, plenty. Yeah, everybody's welcome. <laughs> We just lost 15-bit shoot listeners. They're <laughs> like, fuck this shit. <laughs> we don't want you anyway. Um, I want to move on. Speaking of hot and who goes. Oh, <laughs> I, I used it in a sentence. Let me ask you guys something. In the song where Eagles Dare, Glenn Donzig asks the listener, let's, te- let's test your threshold of pain. Let's see how long you last. Okay. Um, how hot is hot enough? And the reason why I ask this is because there is a madman on the loose. All right. This man from South Carolina has to be stopped. I don't know if we have to hire I Italian hitmen, and I don't mean to take him out permanently, but maybe destroy his garden, you know, something to that effect, because now he has won another award. For creating the hottest pepper on the planet. In fact, the Guinness Book of World Records today confirmed he has yet again made the hottest thing on the planet. Ed Curry, the South Carolina hot pepper expert who crossbred and grew the Carolina Reaper. That's hotter than most pepper sprays police use to subdue unruly criminals has broken his own world record with a pepper that's three times hotter than that one. Pepper X, it should be pepper triple X, like you're going to get fucked, but in the mouth and hot, and it's going to be terrible. And coming out your ass. And coming out your ass. Was probably a, 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 a rectum wrecker, a Carolina <laughs> rectum wrecker. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's good. That's a good, I like that. Pepper X was publicly named the hottest pepper in the world by the Guinness Book of World Records, beating out the Reaper in Curry's decade-long hunt to f- perfect a pepper that he says provides immediate brutal heat. His words, not mine. Curry said when he first tried Pepper X, it did more than warm his heart. I was feeling the heat for three and a half hours. Then the cramps came, said Curry, one of only five people so far to eat the entire pepper. Those cramps are horrible. I was laid out flat on a marble wall for approximately an hour in the rain, groaning in pain. The heat and Why would you do that to yourself? That's what I'm saying here. Why? Like, I love spicy stuff. Don't get me wrong. I like to eat something that makes the sweat beat up on my forehead, makes my nose run a little bit every yeah. once in a while. But, like, I don't want to. I don't want to have brutal heat in my mouth for three and a half fucking hours and then have fucking cramps. And the subsequent no. result afterwards. Right? And then and then whenever you're going to take a shit, you're going to set your chili ring on fucking fire. <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
Pepper X record is an average of 2.69 million units. Okay. So a habanero, the record holder for about 20, this is, this is why this man must be stopped. The habanero was the record holder for 25 years was at a 100,000 units. Okay. 100,000 Scoville heat units. The Carolina Reaper is at 1.64 million units. This guy just created another pepper that is 2.69 million units. By comparison, comparison pepper spray commonly holstered by police is around 1.6 million units. Bear spray is averaged at 2.2 million units. Pepper X record average 2.69. Been in the works since Curry last set the hottest pepper record in 2013 with the Reaper, a brightly red knobby fruit. That's what she said. In what aficionados call a scorpion tail. The goal was to offer an extremely hot pepper flavored with sweetness. Right. I haven't heard him mention sweetness fucking once. No. No. Pepper X is greenish and yellow. Doesn't have the same shelf appeal and carries an earthly flavor once the heat is delivered. It's a crossbreed of the Carolina Reaper and what Curry mysteriously classified as a pepper that a friend of mine sent me from Michigan that was brutally hot. The chemical in peppers that cause the burn is called capsation and not dangerous unless pounds of it are consumed. Even so, the, even so, the minds of humans and other mammals perceive capsation as a threat and send a strong burning signal to the body. Because birds don't have the same reaction, they are able to spread pepper seeds while sp- sparing the plant. That was sparring the plant, excuse me. The burning sensation spurred in humans also releases endorphins and dopamine into the body. Can't he just fucking do heroin like a normal person? God. Curry, who went all in to growing peppers after kicking drug and alcohol addiction. There it is. There it is. He put the pipe down. He's got, he's I've got still, to find something else. He's still else. chasing the dragon. Yeah, literally, it's going to fire out of his ass. Say, mi anillo de chile esta en llamas. (laughs) 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 My chili ring is on fire. (laughs) Muy peligroso. Very (laughs) dangerous. Um, (laughs) Peligroso. Muy peligroso. Very dangerous. (laughs) <laughs> it took 10 years to get to Pepper X from the first crossbreed experiment to the record, including five years of testing to prove it was a different plant with a different fruit and documenting its average heat over different plants and generations. We covered the genetics, we covered the chemistry, and we covered the botany, he said. Curry was trying to build an empire of hot pepper sauces through his Pucker Butt Company. What a great name. Pucker Butt. Pucker Butt. That's, I'm not kidding. Pucker Butt. That's pretty epic. Yeah. It's well-placed. Said also learned plenty of business lessons during the past decade when the Carolina Reaper drew too much, drew much attention. Much of it was not proper or profitable. Curry allowed people to grow the pepper without protecting his ideas. His lawyers have countered more than 10,000 products that use the Carolina Reaper or other intellectual property without permission. Boo. Curry is protecting Pepper X. He said no seeds will be released until he is sure children, his workers, many of them are on second chances like him, and their families can fully earn the rewards of his work. Everybody else made their money off the Reaper. It's time for us to reap the benefits of the hard work I do. That work includes dozens of fields across York County, secret greenhouses where Curry works on peppers to prevent them from being stolen, and a pucker butt store in Fort Mill where Curry works on dozens of sauces, and ideas that range from mild to blazing hot. He also sells his peppers to companies worldwide. So this was a, if you remember the chip challenge, the Carolina Reaper one chip challenge, Christopher, that was a big thing on mm-hmm. the talk. Um, I, um, I never played the challenge. I have no interest in doing that whatsoever. I wonder if he's going to do the same thing. My question is, what are we looking for? It's like Shark Week. Eventually, somebody wants to see a human being eaten by a shark. That's what the, the goal is eventually. Mm-hmm. So is the goal with this pepper for curry to say, we finally found a pepper that when somebody eats it, they die. They eat it and they just drop dead. 
They just can't handle it. It's so powerful. It's set, like they it, they internally they have internal combustion after swallowing one piece of the pepper. They just set on fire, and then it's all over them. I don't know where he's going with this. I wish him well, but um, I I don't understand what the point is here. Like one is like one he I think he needs to be stopped. Batman needs to come out of retirement and take him out, or at least put him in jail for crimes against humanity and people's assholes all over the world. So there's that, okay? Uh, which we you found- did you did hear about the uh, the 14 year old kid that died after eating the the one chip challenge? No, no, yeah, really? That, yeah, that was somewhat recently. I'm I'm trying to see. It was back in September, or at least that's when it was reported on. I'm trying to see if like they actually concluded if it really was from the chip, but like it was a 14 year old kid, and uh, he the last thing that he ate was was the one chip challenge. Oh no! And he died that same day. Like that's I guess terrible. He, he fell incredibly ill <clears throat> and stopped breathing at the hospital. That's that's terrible. I mean, truly, that's I'm sorry to hear that. So I guess his chip did claim a victim. Or the yeah. Carolina Reaper did rather. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. I was gonna say because that's what makes the chip so hot is the Carolina Reapers. Now, have you ever eaten that? No, I'm not interested in that. Uh, my days of trying to uh, flex my nuts as mm-hmm. to how much heat I can handle are done yeah. and over with, and have been uh, done and over with for probably more than a decade. Um, Good. I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I said, I do enjoy spicy stuff. Yeah. But not so hot that I can't breathe. Not interested in that. I like breathing. (laughs) Yeah. I I very much enjoy breathing. I enjoy breathing. I enjoy my mouth not being in pain. And I also don't enjoy uh, the fiery hot diarrhea that then comes. Because when you eat something that hot, trust me, believe me when I say when it exits... It's just as hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's mm-mm. it's like you're punishing yourself more than once. I agree. <laughs> right. When you eat something that hot. So I am no longer interested in that. Like I said, do I enjoy a good hot wing? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I enjoy like a nice spicy dish? Like I said, it maybe makes, you know, clears the nasal passage a little bit. Maybe makes a little bit of sweat beat up on my forehead. But I ain't trying to turn ghost white and strangle myself. Uh, no, because I can't breathe because it's so fucking hot. Just not interested. Not interested in that. No, no, no it's no good. It's no I, good. I, 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 I like to enjoy my food and not be punished by it. Yeah, I hear you on that one, man. I'm with you a hundred percent on that, and um, I don't like to punish myself. A little bit of heat is nice. It's yeah, yeah, well yeah. Placed. It's got to be. Yeah, well, it, well, it's it's. There's got to be a balance between like heat and flavor. I don't like shit so hot that I can't taste it. Right, exactly. That's like, all you're doing. Yeah, there's no point in that. Like, I eat food because, I mean, obviously because you know you need food to survive, but because I enjoy food. Like, and I'm just I'm not interested interested in punishing myself. Right, right. I mean, if the culinary arts, if we're gonna like talk about it that way, it'd be the equivalent of going to a museum and having somebody get out the sword. Be like, listen, I know you really enjoy this medieval display we have, but now you're really gonna enjoy the experience because I'm gonna chase you with this thing and try to kill you. So enjoy it. You right, know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's just, I'm not. It's like, I'm, check out these medieval torture devices. Would you like to try one out? Yeah. Uh, Get in. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Hop inside the Iron Maiden. <laughs> right, exactly. We're not talking about the band, folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No good. Um, so this next thing I want to talk about, we all know how much we love flattery. Okay? <laughs> it's one of our favorite things to discuss because it immediately puts everybody in a bad mood or makes them laugh. It's for, it starts off with the, um, the anger at the stupidity of individuals, and then it changes to comedy. I have a little bit of both for you here, okay? okay. All right, this is going to be good. So these I Italians decided that they were going to sail to the edge of the world. Okay? Now, this story was updated as of today by a lady with the last name Shackleton, which I thought was very interesting <laughs> since it made me think of Antarctica and that real expedition, <laughs> not a fake one. Right. A couple set out to find the edge of the earth only to be left disappointing. Unsurprisingly, the pair from Venice, I, I- Italian, okay, Italy, 
decided to undergo <laughs> the vo- idly. idly decided to undergo their voyage during the pandemic so that alone was a problem in itself but away from ignoring italy's strict quarantine rules the unnamed couples sold their car purchased a boat and a bid to travel to the edge of the earth where they believe to be lampedusa despite flat earth theories having been debunked over several occasions i've never heard of lampedusa okay let's carry on Okay. Lampedusa is one of the Italian Pelagi Islands and located in the middle of the Mediterranean Ocean. Salvatore Zicicci, what a fucking name. Zicicci. Zicicci. So let me hear the music in it. Zicicci. Yeah, Zicicci. One more, one more time. One more time. <laughs> one more time. Zicicci. <laughs> Salvatore Zicci. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, uh, Dom, Dominique de Coco. Mm-hmm. Dominique yeah. de Coco. Bravo. De Coco. <laughs> A doctor from the Maritime Health Office went on to find the situation amusing as the flat earth believing pair used the compass to try and locate the island, something in itself that proves the earth is in fact round due to the direction the compass points being based on our planet's magnetic field lines. Zichichi told La Repubblica back in 2020, the funny thing is that they oriented themselves with the compass, an instrument that works on the basis of terrestrial magnetism, a principle that they, flat earthers, should reject. Evidently, their compass reading skills needed working on as the pair found themselves in Ustica instead. Upon arriving on the island, they were made to quarantine in Palermo as a precaution, but their first failed efforts did not stop them from trying again, and they attempted to escape the quarantine. They only lasted three hours on the run, however, after the harbor master went in to retrieve them. Anyone else getting flashbacks when you used to run away from home as a kid to be dragged back shortly after? They gave up eventually and went to return home by ferry. While some believe flat earthers can't possibly believe that the earth is genuinely flat, Ashley Landrum, a psychologist from Texas Tech University, chatted to people at a flat earth convention in Denver and said they were sincere. If they were trolling, they're very good actors, she said, her physics world. We talked more than 90 members of the flat earth community, and they're all very sincere in their beliefs. Flat earthers misguided beliefs aren't down to a lack of education, though, but down to not being able to trust institutions and authorities. Landrum explained it did not really it, it's not really an education thing. It's about distrusting authorities and institutions, something that all three of us do. But we also know that the, the earth is round. OK, mm-hmm. I, I can dislike government and all sorts of things and still understand how science and the laws of the universe work. And we're not retards anyway. There's a lot of flatter stuff on BitChute as well. It's interesting. It's like what and I, f- I feel like it's on I, YouTube was like back in the day. I constantly get fucking flat earth bullshit like on my TikTok for you page. Oh, really? Oh, man, I can't dude. like and it's funny because the vast majority of them disable comments on their videos. And it's like, you fucking coward. You absolute <laughs> fucking coward. Like, yes. turn those comments on so I can tell you what a fucking retard you are. <laughs> I, I agree with that, man. So not only did they not get to the edge of the world, they didn't even get out of the Mediterranean Sea. Um, so and then when they tried to escape and do it again, they had to be rescued. <laughs> so um, we wish them well. But it's uh, not a lack of education. It's simply a mistrust of authority. Yeah, there's, I mean, I think there's a little retard in there. Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit tarted. Yeah, a little tarted. Yeah, my, my, ex, my ex-wife my ex is tarted. She's a pilot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some of you are like, what? Um, it's it's from a film that has actually turned out to be prophetic. But anyway, how about this mm-hmm. one? You want, you want a, a black pill real quick? I'm going to throw you one. You're ready to drink it down. Okay, you ready to take that pill? Yep. A wrongfully convicted man who was exonerated after 16 years is shot and killed during a traffic stop. This really pissed me off, okay? A Florida man who was exonerated after serving more than 16 years for a crime he did not commit was shot and killed by a deputy in Georgia during a traffic stop, according to a news release from the Georgia Borough Investigation. 
Camden County deputy stopped 53-year-old Leonard Allen Cure on Interstate 95 around 7.30 in the morning. Monday, the GBI in his state, uh, said in a statement, no information was provided on the reason that the police pulled the gentleman over or what led to the traffic stop. Cure got out of the vehicle at the, at the deputy's request, the GBI said, and he complied with the officer's command until learning that he was under arrest. The man had been exonerated and released from prison in, as of April of 2020 after serving more than 16 years for a 2003 robbery in Broward County, Florida, court documents show. After not complying with the deputy's request, the deputy tased him. Curry assaulted the deputy. The deputy used the taser for a second time and the aspaton. However, Curry did not comply. The deputy pulled out his gun and shot Cure. 53-year-old man. 53-year-old man. That's terrible. That, that, that was putting up that much of a fight. Okay. EMTs treated Curry, but he died later. Fucking pussy-ass cops. He might have, like, so I'm not, like, on the side of the police, but, like, when you were being attacked, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you fight back. Like, yeah. you fight back naturally. And so he might have, you know, been scared, and he's just, you know, his on autopilot. Like, you fight or you run. Pussy autopilot. The thing I'm going to agree with you on on this is I think that his autopilot was I just got out of jail for something I didn't do, and now I'm under arrest again. I'm not going back. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably where he went. Right. Um, where's the body cam footage? I would like to see that. Um, we're not getting any more details because they're putting their fucking story together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't disagree with you, but I'm just saying if he, quote, did you know it. fight back, it's probably out of, you know, just natural instinct. You're talking about the fight or flight response. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. The GBI said it will conduct an independent investigation. Sure, of course it will. Of the incident and turn its findings over to the Brunswick Judicial Circuit District Attorney's Office for review. Uh, the gentleman who was known to his friends as Lenny was returning home to Fairburn, Georgia after visiting his mother when the police stopped him. The Florida Innocence Project, where who, which represented uh, Curie, said or cure does said in a monday statement sadly his life was cut tragically short the pro the project executive director seth miller said the group noted that the state of florida had officially apologized to the gentleman and in august he received compensation from the state because of his wrongful conviction when the broward state attorney's office launched a new conviction review unit in 2019 one of the first petitions that arrived came from cure who previously lost four appeals for post-conviction relief according to the broward county records the florida innocence project said its investigation found evidence in the form of an atm receipt showing cure was miles away from the scene of the crime the time the robbery convicted of committing the review unit determined that the complete review of evidence presented at trial and the discovery as well as further investigation of the evidence demonstrates the case against mr cure was gives rise to a reasonable doubt as to his culpability and that he is most likely innocent it's the first exoneration initiated by the Conviction Review Unit, said a 2020 tweet from the state's attorney's office. Welcome to freedom, Leonard, wrote the Innocence Project after his exoneration. The Georgia Innocence Project said Cure had recently spoken to students in Jonesboro, Georgia, about wrongful convictions. After all he endured, he deserved to live his life in freedom, the group said. Eh, well, he's dead now. So yeah. there's that. Yeah, I ate that like, just like pure absolute fucking irony that one way or another the system was taking his life yeah well yeah you're not it, it's you're not going to get to enjoy yourself after being in a cage for 16 years for something that you didn't do like it's very upset i am again body body camera footage body camera footage i'd love to see what exactly transpired you know maybe angel's right i don't know um, but i find it strange that that just happened I don't disagree. I think it's, you know, I mean, we've heard this before. People are right. cop. Pussy right. cop. You've heard it before. We have heard it before. Um, the next thing I want to move to, and again, we had a bonus episode this week, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. It went almost for two hours. So this one might be a little bit shorter this time because uh, Angel and I are exhausted. <laughs> We're tired. Um, this one is interesting. So when you're when someone dies in your family and you entrust an institution to take care of their mortal remains to prepare them for whatever religious services that you have put them in the fire whatever you pay a lot of money for these services right pay a lot of money 
you're going to die in Colorado costs a lot of money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. So nearly 200 bodies removed from Colorado funeral home accused of improperly storing said bodies. Colorado authorities have removed nearly 200 corpses from a funeral home for improper storage. At least 189, 189 people's bodies were removed from Return to Nature Funeral Home in Penrose after authorities opened an investigation following reports of an odor in early October. The Fremont County Sheriff Alan Cooper and Coroner Randy Keller said in a joint release that all remains were removed on October 13th. Investigators initially estimated there were 115 bodies the number of bodies found in the facility in Penrose rose about 34 miles southwest of Colorado Springs, much higher. The total number of decedents could, could change as the identification investigative process continues. The funeral home is known for having, quote, green or natural burials without using embalming chemicals or metal caskets. The green burial cost $1,895, doesn't include the casket and cemetery space. Green burials are legal in Colorado, Stan. The state requires that any body not buried within 24 hours be properly refrigerated. Return to Nature Funeral Home owner John Halford did not immediately respond to comment on this story. Cooper and Keller wrote and released that the next steps in the investigation are to identify the remains of complete family notifications. No timeline was set for how long that could take. We are conducting ex extensive coordination efforts as we focus on the identification of decedents and provide notifications to ensure the families are given accurate information to prevent further victimization as they continue to grieve their loved ones. The FBI, great, is working with the Fremont County Sheriff Office as well as the county coroner and urged families who believe their loved ones' remains were mishandled to contact authorities and what have you. According to the Associated Press, Halford tried to conceal the improper storage of bodies and acknowledge having a problem at the site during a call with the director of the State Office for Funeral Home and Crematory Registration according to a suspension letter sent by state regulators. In a phone call with regulators, Halford reportedly acknowledged he had, quote, a problem at the facility. The document didn't detail how he tried to conceal the problem. AP reported he has said he practiced animal taxidermy there as well. According to a cease and desist order on October 5th, the facility's license had expired. Officials said they responded to a funeral home after reports of an odor and obtained a warrant. Neighbors and businesses said they had been smelling something foul for weeks. Joyce Pavetti told the, uh, the, the press that she could see the funeral home from her house and said she caught whiffs of a putrid smell. Ugh. She said she had assumed it was a dead animal. She was right, just a lot more than just one. Another neighbor, Ron Alexander, told the press that he thought the smell was coming from a septic tank. Despite the smell, there was no health risk to the public, Keller said at the time, but upon entering the facility, the deputy coroner developed a rash and was evaluated at a hospital. But Keller said she was, quote, fine, <laughs> I'm sure. According to public records, the home had been in business since 2017, had locations in Colorado Springs and Penrose. The Facebook page for the funeral home was no longer online as of Wednesday. According to the website, the funeral home stopped cremata cremata crematorium crematation services in July. Obituaries are listed on the website and range from October 22 to 23. According to the county property records, the funeral home building and lot are owned by Halford Homes LLC, a business with the Colorado Springs address. The Colorado Secretary of State declared delinquent on the 1st of October, failing a routine reporting. It was due at the end of July. Let me ask you something. I have seen this happen a couple times, and I know you have too, where they find like bodies stacked up. Okay, but 200, 200 in a funeral home. No, you can barely fit 200 people I mean, for a service in a fucking funeral home. I've I've heard that, like, you know, they maybe they weren't all stacked inside, but. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe the garage, too, mm -hmm. you know, um, folks, it's it, again, it's a racket. And people paid a lot of money, and they just, they're like, whatever. Uh, do you have any idea how bad that smell would have to be that people across the street are going, oh, uh, it's the septic tank, because it literally smells like shit, uh, but it's just rotting human beings in a building. Um, folks, don't waste your money. 
Don't don't the the, the, the green burial is a good idea, but uh, just straight into the fire, man. Make some ashes, put them in the ground, do something with them. It's this is this is unacceptable. It's just unacceptable. Uh, two hundred remains. Two hundred people. Um, and when the I'd love to know what the problem was. Obviously, the motherfucker didn't have a, a refrigerator. That's obviously he did not have a refrigerator. That's what that's where all this started. You know what I mean? But how does the backlog work? How do you tell the families of 200 people? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're really sorry. We're about to bury Frank. Um, we just had to get a couple things lined up. And they're like, uh, neighbor, he died three weeks ago. Yeah, I, I know. I know. But we're, don't worry. Frank's going in the ground. We're getting the special box and he's going to be a beautiful walnut tree. And you're going to be very happy. Like what happened? Like what, what happened that we had a backlog of 200 fucking people that you didn't put into the ground? You know what I'm saying here? I yeah, mean, I mean, people, so. My suspicion, Angel, I think a lot of this sometimes has to do with like organ, organ harvesting mm-hmm. and, you know, body part trafficking. We, we did a story on some fucker in Queens, New York that did this. Yeah. That sold body parts for bone grafting, like wild shit. So maybe that's what this was. It could have been, or it could have been somebody just didn't care. There's that too. I mean, I don't, I don't know all the, like, you know, all the details or all the ins and outs, but if, if it's, did they offer like green burial and things like that? Yes. So it, like, it could have just been, they accepted the money and then just never buried the people. Could be, could be. Christopher, what do you think of all this, this, uh, nonsense? kill it with fire <laughs> i mean there's only one thing to do really right like it just people are always doing nutty shit man. just stick with the regular shit you know yeah. either burn the fucking body or bury it in a goddamn casket yeah either way and, and, and do so in a timely fashion <laughs> right yeah i think that's the um the 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 underlying theme here uh within reason um so yeah, again and again, I, I'd love to. I'd love to know what Lauren Bobert thinks of this because she's from Colorado. I haven't heard much from her lately. I don't know if she's giving any more hand jobs at theaters that she gets all hot and bothered at. I'm up for Lauren Bobert news, man. That chick is. Uh, she's she's a highlight reel. Lots of fun there. Lots of fun there. And then finally, now when you think Detroit, <clears throat> I'm gonna try to keep a straight face. I'm sure that you think of things like Rock Whales City, vagina. Wales, vagina, Rock City. I'm sure you think of General Motors, boarded up houses, boarded up houses, um, lead in the water, uh, <laughs> gang violence, gay yeah, gang violence, uh, and RoboCop, and RoboCop. Yes, the home of RoboCop. Uh, maybe the Red Wings, uh, the Detroit Tigers, something like that. Um, it's usually not positive news, um, not positive news. And this isn't positive news either. Here's the thing. What do you think of fascism when you think of Detroit fascism? Um, mm, Don't be funny. I'm not trying to be funny. Like, no, not directly. Okay. Not directly. Okay. All right. So, Chris, do you think fascism when you think Detroit? I I don't know about fascism. Like maybe like a democratically ran fucking hellscape. Um, democratically ran hellscape. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, if that equates to fascism, then so be it. But like, I I don't know if I necessarily think of fascism. I mostly think of boarded up houses, RoboCop, and Detroit style pizza. Hell, <laughs> those are. <laughs> Those are what I think of. Oh, yeah, and potholes the size of your vehicle. Yeah, that's a good one. And Ford. Okay, and yeah, and Ford. And Ford and General Motors. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You're going to love this. A Michigan-based neo-fascist group whose members are committed to becoming, quote, white warriors is increasing its presence in the metro Detroit area by holding mixed martial arts training, burning anti-fascist flags, and spreading hateful propaganda in the form of banners, stickers, and graffiti. The Great Lakes Active Club is part of a growing network of white men spreading hateful propaganda worldwide and recruiting new members by promoting physical fitness, self-improvement, and white unity. 
Active clubs are a strand of the white nationalist movement that is aimed at creating a standby militia trained and capable right-wing extremists can be activated when the need for coordinated violence, uh, coordinated violent action on a large scale uh, arises, according to a 52-page report from the counter-terrorism, counter-extremism project. With more than 100 active clubs worldwide, 46 in the U.S., the decentralized active clubs are the largest and fastest growing transnational right-wing extremist combat sports network. The report states. What? Yeah. Hold on. Wait, wait. Read that again. With more than 100 active clubs worldwide and 46 in the United States, the decentralized active clubs are, quote, the largest and fastest, fastest growing transnational right-wing extremist combat sports network, the report states. The (laughs) right-wing extremist sports what what combat sports network okay right-wing extremist combat sports network all right it's the right-wing extremist combat sports network (laughs) ding 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 if you ain't white you can't fight (laughs) that's right yeah and if you don't vote for Uh, you ain't black um right ask him (laughs) yeah the Great Lakes Active Club launched a Telegram account in April and has steadily grown each month with 623 current subscribers. Okay. The hate group is noticeably active and has been meeting in Warren and other southeast Michigan locations to train in hand-to-hand combat. On his Telegram account, the group describes itself as a fraternal organization for young, like-minded white men in the lower and upper peninsula of Michiganistan, that is dedicated to physical fitness, self-improvement, and brotherhood. Brother. Its members are also affixing dozens of white supremacy stickers on light poles and other public property in southeast Michigan communities of Detroit, Milford, Mount Clements, East Point, Brighton, and Commerce Township. Some of these stickers promote active clubs, while others read White Lives Matter, White Youth in Revolt, White, Boy, white Boys Troublemaker Club, and Will to Rise in Brotherhood We Trust. Mm-hmm. On May 11th, the group posted a photo of sheets of pictures containing their logo and wrote on Telegram, coming soon to a neighborhood near you. <laughs> then one guy comments, uh, N-word, okay, go to Detroit with that shit and see what happens. <laughs> okay, I agree. <laughs> Try. <laughs> I don't know how this is happening. Like, you people in Michigan. I, I, I just have to, like. I, I can't help but question the validity yeah. of this news article. Um Let's I, have it. I, I, I just I don't I just he, like I'm constantly hearing about like oh white supremacy on the rise and it's just to me it's bullshit. Like there's okay. probably a, a handful of fucking losers that fucking like, yeah, let's fight and fuck fucking fight and put fucking uh fucking swastika stickers around the city <laughs> in Detroit where we're the minority. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're taking it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're ta- we're taking it back with the oh, fucking right wing extremist fight club. <laughs> These people are transnational. Like it's like you I, I how do they know? Uh, I I'm not sure how they know. I mean, it's like fight clubs. The first rule is you don't talk about it, right? That's the know. first rule I... about right wing extremist sports fight club is you don't talk about right wing extremist sports fight club. I I just I get I get so tired <laughs> of hearing about like white supremacy this and white supremacy that and how it's on the like. No, it isn't. Like it, yeah, like, yeah. There's there's a couple ads, but it's 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 the new it's the new boogeyman of the left. Um, that I, I, I and I and I get so tired of hearing it. And like everything is white supremacy. True. Everything. You know, you want people to be to work on time. White supremacist ideology. Mm-hmm. That's colonizer mentality. Shut the fuck up. Show <laughs> up. Wash your ass and show up to work on time. <laughs> We're not asking for a lot. I- I don't know about everybody else, but when people start to use words like that and so many in a in a row, I literally just turn off. Buzzword like, salad. Yeah, I can't take it. You know, I just I, I'm like, mm, uh, mm, nope, nope. I don't even know what that means. 
<laughs> Dominique de Coco. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Margarete. 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 Yeah, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. So, yeah, I mean, that's all I have for this week. I do also question it, but at the same time, I think it's hilarious that there's a bunch of fucking white kids rolling around the Detroit area thinking they're hard. They're right. like, we're doing fucking karate in the park, and we're I white think, power. I, th- I just think of fucking Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just saw this. Like, they're uh, doing the sound effects while they're doing karate moves. Like, right. What'd you say? I just saw this article on Vanity Fair that's Operation Warp Speed, the untold story of the COVID-19 vaccine. What's the untold story? Like, what haven't we heard? You know, like the data that the pharmaceutical companies haven't released. That's the untold story. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Like, oh, let me tell you about how hard it was as a corporation to get all their shit together and give it to you so you could get poisoned and, you know, whatever else. Like, I'd rather just get sick. If I die, die, whatever. I don't want the shit in my body. Like, I I don't know what the shit is. Like, you know, I don't I don't give the flu shots either. Like, I, I just get the sickness. Like, that's the best way to, like, overcome for the majority the, of the, the flu kind of shots thing. are such bullshit anyways it's a crapshoot they're guessing like uh we think this strain is going to be popular this year let's make a whole bunch of flu shots for this i agree with that 100 percent. i i think in like the eff- efficacy of like your average flu shot like below 30 percent or some shit like that it's low i know that it's it's it's, low. it's, it's incredibly low yep yeah so yeah i don't get it either I definitely don't get it either, but thank you very much for pointing out that this is a, a bunch of hooey, and I agree with that too, man. Like you know, yeah, the, the <laughs> a bunch of hooey, but the 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 real story behind COVID nineteen, the bat flu, or whatever the fuck it is you want to call it, the bat it, flu. It turns out it was actually released by the Communist Chinese Party, but whatever, whatever. It was created so, with the pangolin. With the pangolin, that's right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, does anybody have anything else? I am out of stuff for this week. I said we were going to go a little bit short. I lied. We we went a little bit further this time. Christopher, I'll uh, start off with you at bat. Do you have anything before we move on? Bit shoot. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Excellent. We love the bit shoot. Angel, moving on to you. Do you have anything you would like to add it's shoot number two and then also uh thomas edison died today in 1931 that's good information to have yeah all right thank you for that um almost 100 years ago almost mm-hmm. almost but uh, i don't have anything either so that's the end of this podcast i guess i'd like to thank our sponsors of course of course nexus.com and I would like to thank Ray Fab of Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page. There was an announcement about an upcoming event. It's pretty exciting. A little Baba Yaga action in B Town. Don't you know? Don't be square. Be there and be supportive. Uh, we also like to thank uh, I Pain Akron. All accidents are happy. Accidents team Mandalore keeps cycling weird. Okay, and let's not forget, of course, about our friend Bobby and Fairly Decent Golf, a partner of our show, a dear friend of mine. Go check out Fairly Decent Golf. But ladies and gentlemen, we reached the conclusion of the show, which means it's time to talk about what? How bad you smell. Now, Native American summer has come and gone, and you are now staring down the barrel at the end of October. It's crazy how fast October's going. October 19th tomorrow. Crazy. Very fast. Before you know it, it'll be November. Before you know it, it'll be Thanksgiving. Okay? Don't pass up this opportunity to get yourself clean. I'm not talking about drugs. I'm not talking about drinking, talking about your body, talking about your dung ditch, talking about the trench that exists in your ass, talking about the fat folds, talking about the undertitch. Stench trench, baby. (laughs) Stench trench. Talking about that. Maybe you think that just because soap comes down your legs and goes over your feet, that that is you washing your feet. It is absolutely not the case. Todd's Gay Soap can help that problem that you have. Uh, Todd's Gay Soap is clinically proven to ass fuck the stink out of your body, 
okay? This is, this is clinically proven because this soap is made cold press from gay hands to your ass, to your taint, your fat fold, your, your genitalia, the inside of the thigh, which is really important. Everything's important. Get clean. Get your body sober with Todd's Gay Soap. Akron Apothecary, Todd's Gay Soap is... Oh, that ass. And for our Spanish-speaking audience out there, lava is a culo antes de comertelo. <laughs> we got to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>